Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilbur, and I'm excited as always to be with you. I have got a great episode. You guys know that I partnered up with the Northwest Arkansas Council on a number of initiatives. And one of the things that we like to do here when we partner up with somebody is to share as much as we can about all the great things that those organizations are doing. And so I've had a chance as for the last couple of years to host the Onward Ozarks event working with Nate Green and Rob Smith and so many other major folks that are part of the council and then so many wonderful people like many of you that are listening to this podcast episode. And so the relationship that I have with with the council is a special one. And I'm very appreciative of that. 
And today I'm sitting here with Margot Lamaster, who is the executive director of Engage NWA. And I'm also here with Monica Kumar, who is a belonging and equity strategist here in Northwest Arkansas. And so we've been trying to get this meeting together. And the whole purpose of this was that recently, in the recent past, at the time of we're recording this, the council had put on a program called Welcoming Week NWA. And so we wanted to kind of do a post-mortem, if you will, on Welcoming Week to find out, you know, how that event went. It was kind of like a first of its kind, if you will, here in Northwest Arkansas. And it won't be the last, but I think there's a lot of people that are moving to Northwest Arkansas. We have, there are people from all walks of life in our community and One of the things that I think a lot of people mention about Northwest Arkansas, even on their initial review of this place, is that, wow, I felt very welcomed here and no pun intended. But, you know, our goal, that's part of the goal of this region is to create a welcoming environment for everyone from all walks of life. And so that's kind of where our the direction of our conversation today. And so Without further ado, Margot, Monica, welcome to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Randy. Great to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, perfect. So, you know, Margot, I want to start with you because I, I do, and we talked about this before we started recording, I really would like to just let people know a little bit about you and specifically about Engage NWA. I know people have heard it. You guys put out an amazing report last year which highlighted some demographic information and some additional information about the changing dynamics of Northwest Arkansas. But I would love for you just to kind of give us a little bit of background about Engage NWA and your role there at the council. Sure. Okay. Thank you, Randy. I am a native of Northwest Arkansas. I was born and raised in Fayetteville and I moved away several times, but always kept coming back. And I'm just so excited now to be part of the work at the Northwest Arkansas Council and the work of Engage and to be involved and actually, you know, thinking about my home region as in the future and and all the things that I love about this region, but then too, as part of the growth and the change has been, I feel, you know, really honored to be able to be part of that work. And and so I came on in the summer of 2017 to join Engage, but Engage has been around since 2013, as it initially started as a, a joint project between the Northwest Arkansas Council and the Jones Trust. And it has always been focused on, the effort has always been focused on how to create a more inclusive and welcoming region. And in the summer of 2017, it moved to be housed completely within the Northwest Arkansas Council. And the council having history in you know, economic development for the region, quality of life for the region, and really focus on, you know, a lot of physical infrastructure projects since its founding in the early 90s has continued to evolve over the years. And Engage has, you know, we can think about it more as from a social infrastructure perspective, as we've seen our region continue to grow and diversify rapidly and just thinking about how do we be intentional to ensure that that this region uh, can be a place where everyone feels welcome, everyone feels like they belong, where they have a place here. And so that's really what we've been digging to, digging into a little bit deeper with the work around Welcoming Week, which is actually a national initiative. And we have been part of Welcoming Week for Engage has for about the past nine years or so. But it's just been within the last three years where we've really gone even deeper and had 
just a growing number of partners and organizations and businesses and others that have wanted to be part of it. And we've just seen tremendous growth and engagement just over these last three years, especially. And so we're wanting to continue to build on that. And uh, Monica joined us three years ago to, to really uplift Welcome Week and so much of the other work that we do. And so that's, that's kind of, that was kind of our journey for how we got to where we are today. So I'll leave it at that. And, yeah. Okay. No, that's great. I appreciate you sharing that and giving our listeners a little bit of background around Engage and Welcoming Week. And so, because honestly, I thought it was this, the participation in this was actually born out of some of the work that you guys have recently done when, when you did that big survey, that report that you guys presented last year. But obviously, this has been in the works and you have had some type of involvement with Welcoming Week and just this whole concept for quite some time now. So this isn't, as they say, your first rodeo. <laughs> so. Yeah, but we've definitely, all of that informs the work and how we pivot sure. the work and how we, you know, make adjustments. Yeah. So. No, I understand that. So, Monica, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience and a li- just a little bit about your background and, and experience in the in the DEI space? And, and I would love to just kind of hear how you played a part in this Welcoming Week. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, Randy. And I love always love hearing Monica's journey. But yeah, so we moved here. I mean, I grew up in England. I'm from London. And went to law school in England. Um, I w- moved from doing litigation into human rights law. So I've always been concerned with what it means to feel welcomed by communities. I met my husband out in London. He's from, uh, he was born in California. We moved to California and then I started thinking about how do communities uh, support human rights? And so moving away from practicing, practicing as an attorney, but still kind of in the same space of thinking about equity and how can we support the journey of making communities feel where everyone feels like they belong. And so that's the work that I did in, in California and was really, really lucky to be able to do that um, at the Jewish Community Center in Palo Alto, where we built a community that really and truly is an intergenerational, multicultural sort of campus in the middle of Palo Alto that is culturally Jewish, yet welcome to everybody. And I was really lucky to be able to work with the, the executive director at the time, who helped me understand what it means to build, truly build a community from scratch. We moved here about 10 years ago. And really, for me, I'm not going to lie, it was really, I was really scared. I was really scared as a person of color to move to Arkansas, especially given some of the experience that I had in the 80s growing up in London, which were not all, uh, there was lots of amazing experiences, but racially, there was a lot of concern and challenge. And I didn't want that for my son. And so we were, I was really concerned about moving to Arkansas and, you know, we thought we'd be on the two year plan. And once I moved here, my husband and I decided that, hey, you know, he works at Walmart. And I was like, well, what I know how to do is think about communities and how do we build and how do we get to learn about communities and how do we build community? And so that's kind of what, what I moved into. I became executive director of downtown Bentonville Inc. I did that for a few years and I really was able to, I had the honor of being able to meet a lot of leaders and concerned citizens through that role and then realize that, hey, there may be a place for me here. And then about seven years ago, I had the privilege and honor of attending a racial equity workshop by the Groundwater Institute in New Orleans. And that pretty much transformed the way I thought about how we can build equity in Northwest Arkansas. So alongside Sean Barney, who was my partner at the time in work, 
we thought about what does it look like to bring this racial equity work and training into Northwest Arkansas. And that's when the council really stepped up and stepped in. And that was when I really first got to know Margot. I had you know, been in meetings with her before then, but we had never worked so closely together. And I was so lucky to have Nelson Peacock and the leadership team at the council support the work. And so we've been doing that for seven years. And in the, in the last three years, especially during COVID, you know, Margot and I were concerned about how do we keep building community through COVID. And we, we had always uplifted Welcoming Week, but Engage wasn't sort of in the front of that at the time. And then we thought it would be a wonderful opportunity. So three years ago, we did a lot of virtual experiences and, and found that the community responded really well to that. And that, you know, and I think last year we were thinking, well, let's see what it looks like to add some real life experiences to that once we were coming out of the pandemic. And we found that, you know, that was amazing. The community wanted that. They were looking for places to gather and connect post COVID. And this year, you know, we have just been absolutely astounded by the participation and the community response. And all of this is grounded and centered in the question of what does it mean to belong in Northwest Arkansas? How can we build deeper senses of belonging and welcoming? And how can we all play a part in making sure that everybody feels that way? Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there, Monica, because I mean, both of you guys have kind of laid it out so perfectly. And and first of all, I kind of share your journey to Northwest Arkansas. I've been here eight years and I honestly, as a person of color, I was a little concerned and I had friends that were actually concerned. Why are you moving to the Arkansas? I mean, it, it's just a real question, right? And it's not something that everybody considers when you're coming here. But when you think about 36 new people a day that are moving here, that is the consideration that some people have, not everyone, but some. And it's just a reality. And, and I think it's important for us to have these conversations so that people understand the lens through which we are seeing life here in Northwest Arkansas. Because my lens might be different than Margot's. Margot's lens might be different than yours. And it's, I think it's important for us to say, well, what does that look like? How does that experience feel? Right. And so I applaud you for doing that. And, and certainly as, even as I think about how the report from last year, talked about how much this area has grown, how many more languages are spoken here in Northwest Arkansas, the Latinx population's just explosion of growth in this area. There's so many factors to consider. And if you don't take a minute, as I like to say, to walk in other people's shoes and understand what their perspectives and feelings are in a place, then you miss the whole point. And I think that's part of why Welcoming Week is such an important exercise to have right here in Northwest Arkansas, because we do want to give everybody a chance to to be platformed and to kind of share their experiences and their concerns and how we can continue to improve this place. And so I don't know that every every area of the country is, is really undertaking this introspective look at itself and figuring out how can we be better. But that's the effort that we're seeing through the council with Engage. That's the effort that you're doing on a daily basis with the work that you're doing around this area. And so, you know, again, I applaud you both for for just the effort. Right. But this is this goal. What I would I hope to do today is just to have it's just to create more awareness around it, because I know there are people that are like, I didn't even know that welcoming week happened. And how do we how do we make sure that this is a, a convers topic of conversation 
that is happening early and often in all circles and all walks of life here in Northwest Arkansas. Margo, do you want to, that's kind of a question. It's a loaded question that I'm, I mean, it's, it can go in a lot of different directions, but I would actually like for both of you to answer that particular question, because I think it's something that people have to think about as they ponder this, this whole concept. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're, um, everything that you just highlighted um, aligns with what we've been thinking about and what we've been looking at. And you, so welcome this year was September 8th through 17th, which is about a 10-day period. Um, but because of the amount of interest and of different organizations that wanted to participate, as well as just existing events that were happening in the month of September that really embodied the spirit of welcoming week, we had a full calendar of events that really took place the entire month long. And our hope was that with so many different partner organizations this year, I think we had 16 different partner organizations hosting events or working together, finding that they actually have similar goals and that that, that partnership made sense, which is another piece that we wanted to, to, to provide a, a space for during welcoming. But the hope there was that everyone could find something that like, even if it was a place that you're already connected to, but some place to step into as part, to be part of and to feel connected to, but through that experience to be able to meet new people or have a new experience or in some ways step outside your comfort zone so that you can, you know, have, and through providing opportunities to really create those connection points and to foster that. And all of the planning work that we did leading up to Welcoming Week was to help support that and provide space for that for the community to come together and to think about, to build relationships, develop relationships, to meet new people and to find those points of connection. Because, you know, we all are busy and it's so easy just to, you know, I have two small children. It's so easy just to get wrapped up in my little micro world of my family and to not look up. And so by providing a platform and making it easier for people to be part, that was really our hope. And then, you know, we see the impact of welcoming throughout the entire year. By collaborations that happens across organizations, bringing our diverse communities together in the region um, as a part of that. So thank you. Yeah. No, that was, I love everything that you said. I really no, and, and I appreciate you reaffirming that. Monica, did, I know you have something you you look like you have something that you want to want to add to that. So feel free to chime in on, on what Margot just shared in terms of your feedback from the event. Yeah, no, I appreciate everything you shared, Randy, and was, you know, enthusiastically nodding because I underscore so many of the ways that you shared your experiences. And then, you know, Margot, thank you so much for uplifting the the reasons for Welcoming Week. I think about two pieces around Welcoming Week and and as especially as we move forward, because I would love, you know, we're always looking at what can we look, what can we do to make this more intentional, more meaningful for more people as we move forward. And then, you know, going back to what you were saying, Randy, 36, 37 people, 40 people are moving here every day. And we want everyone to have a, a sense of being able to speak into the experiences that we do. So I think about, you know, I'm going to quote Audrey Lord because I quote her in everything. And there's two pieces that, that she, she speaks to a lot. I mean, she speaks to many things, but the two that I want to bring up today is one, her incredible, incredible quote around differences. And she says, it's not our differences that divide us. It's our inability to recognize, accept and celebrate those differences 
And I think for us, Welcoming Week is an anchor to be really able to think about how do we celebrate difference? How do we learn about difference? And how, how do we move into a space where difference is actually, it's, it's not, you know, it's not something that's to be feared and it's not something to be isolated from. It's actually something to learn from. We can learn from each other. And in those celebrations of difference, there are many times when we find similarity, but not sameness. And I think that that's really important to highlight. We, we, we really want every culture, every community, every individual to bring their difference into, into Welcoming Week. And we want to celebrate that. And so, um, yeah, I invite any of our listeners and anybody moving into the community to, to reach out to us and let us know how we can help them celebrate that as a community. And then the other thing that I think is really important, because sometimes when we talk about welcoming and and what it means to belong in a community, I think it can feel like all we do is events that celebrate. And then I think that there's a missing piece of, of some some gravitas to that, which is, you know, again, where Audrey Lee Lord speaks beautifully to this. And she says, when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard or welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. And I think for us, belonging, building a sense of belonging, building a sense of welcoming. People should feel like this is their home. This is the place they've built a community and they can speak into it and they can honor and celebrate the things that they love. And they should also be able to speak out and say when something doesn't feel equitable to them, doesn't feel like inclusive to them. And that is part of being a member of community. And that is part of belonging. It's a very important part of belonging, which is feeling brave enough and like you you matter enough to a community that you can say when something doesn't feel like you're being included. And that is a really important part of Welcoming Week and belonging and something that we want to really, as we've sort of really focused on celebrating and, and sharing and highlighting and uplifting difference, we now really want to think about how do we bring that, that sense of how can we make sure that everybody can speak into into the things that work for them and then the things that don't, because that is a part of being a community member and it's a, it's a right and a responsibility. Yeah. Both of you guys are right, are right on point about this. And, and as I'm sitting here thinking about it, even if I don't understand something that doesn't not make it right, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I just, I need to have better understanding and clarification. And, you know, I think it's, again, when we don't ask the questions that, we should be asking or at least hearing the answers to those questions, then we miss out on our ability to have a better understanding and a better relationship with the people that are around us. And I always think about like, you know, the motto for the nation of Jamaica, out of many, one. And when you think of Northwest Arkansas now, that's kind of like that whole mandate, you know, out of many, one, that's kind of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to create one Northwest Arkansas. It's comprised of so many different pieces and parts and 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 I know and I get it. I mean, it might be difficult for some people that have, you know, known Northwest Arkansas one way and one way only for so long. And it seems like it's just drastically changed because like I was looking at the numbers and we were in 2003, we were 376,000 people. In 2023, we're 576,000 people. By 2045, we will be over a million people. And Anytime you add that many people in a space, in an area, there's going to be change. It's inevitable. It's how you manage and steward that change that really, really 
helps to define a space and an area. And I think that, you know, the work that all of you guys are doing right now is very important for us because, you know, I think we want to be on at the forefront of defining this area of Northwest Arkansas and what it means to us now. Certainly, we can't exclude history. We have to historically look back at the past. And then we also have to be thinking about what the future holds. So with that said, do you feel like, and, and this is another question for both of you, that Welcoming Week achieved a lot of the objectives that you would have hoped it would have achieved coming out of the pandemic, trying to engage people where they are based on, you know, just a number of different factors. Do you feel like that we're on the right path? And did Welcoming Week portend to that? And either one of you can answer that. Monica, you want to go first this time? Oh, sure. Thank you so much. You know, Randy, I think for me, and Marco may have different answer, I think for me, I was always, I didn't really have a goal for it. For me, the goal was, I hope the community lets us know what they want out of this. So while that first year was definitely based on how do we build community through COVID and thinking about that, I think since then, I mean, if people were not excited about meeting in person the next year and not excited about stepping up, I mean, the only reason Welcoming Week exists is because of our partners. So we have definitely thought about this as a community-led effort. And, you know, we create lots of tools and resources and ways for community to engage through the year. And what the community is telling us and what the participation numbers are telling us is that they, our community wants more ways to engage. Our community wants more ways to celebrate and to help learn and educate. And I think that one of the things I am most proud of about Welcoming Week, which I think is a little bit different perhaps from some of the other initiatives, is that it's regional. And I truly believe that if we are going to be a model for the country, and I think we can be, I truly believe that we need to be a regional model. And so for me, that part of Welcoming Week is really, really powerful having the Bentonville Library participate, having the Rogers Library participate, having the Fayetteville Library participate, having Siloam Springs participate. And then every year we have a new library joining us. Springdale does an incredible job of uplifting Welcoming Week and in their own community. And I think that that is really important because we want the work to reflect the community that it sits in. And we want the work to reflect the city that it sits in and the library that it sits in and the school that it sits in. So I think that the answer really is we want to keep creating, or for me, the answer is I want to keep creating all the scaffolding and the framework, but we want people to fill all that in. I don't want to build the house. I want the community to tell us what that needs to look like. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I, I would imagine that how Siloam reflects on things might be a little different than how Eureka Springs reflects on things yeah. versus... Bella Vista and Fayetteville. And, you know, you kind of look at it that way. And it gives people ownership, right? That they have a stake in it. it. This is not coming down on high from somebody in Bentonville or, you know, somebody at the university in Fayetteville. This is us being very local and coming up with ways that we can interact with each other and look at each other face to face, right? So, Margo, you want to add to that? Sure. Yeah. I was just going to say the other thing that I love about welcoming is that it provides opportunities to be involved in very simple ways or as complex as you want them to be. And so what we've seen just over the last three years is that some organizations will come to the table and say, you know, we want to participate. We're not really sure how. So they might just do something very simple, like a social media 
uh, camping, you know, withholding the I am the welcomer signs in multiple languages. And then the next year, then maybe at that point, they're ready to say, actually, this year we want to lead an event or we want to lead an experience. And it's based on the learnings that we've had of the, since of the past year. It's based on, you know, relationships or new learnings that we've had from some of the partner organizations or others, clients or, or our community members. So that's the other thing is that, that I love about it is that it really allows that, that growth to happen on an organization-by-organization basis or individual-by-individual basis for what feels right and what time is right and how organizations evolve learning journeys uh, over time. Yeah. You know, and I'm wondering here is because you, you both of you have mentioned this whole engagement piece and about the organizations and businesses that participated. How did like a lot of the local businesses engage with the event and have any been able to report any benefits from participating in Welcoming Week? And I'd be curious to know if you've gotten any anecdotal feedback from some of these local businesses and organizations. Monica, you're shaking your head like, yes, yes, yes. So you can go first if you'd like to. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things that is really important to us is impact and thinking about what does what, because we don't want to keep doing something, you know, and get really excited on the front end and then not do the follow up and understand if it's actually serving the organizations and the community in the way we want to. And I reach out and Margot reaches out to, to our supporters and our partners through different ways, through text, through calls, through emails, and also through a survey option. And we we are really lucky. One of the ways we know that we're supporting our businesses and they're getting the impact that they want to see is that they keep coming back and they keep giving us more money. That yeah. is a really, really um, <laughs> clear indication and metric for the fact that they support us. I will say for me, a better metric and a more meaningful metric is the fact that we have teams from businesses come to events and take ownership of, you know, we had a team from Bank OC and Signature Bank come this year to our launch and they served drinks, they served food, they set up the information table so that as soon as people walked in, there was a welcoming face there. So I think, you know, the money is one thing and we definitely love that. We love being supported and sponsored. But I think for me, the measurement is that people from these businesses come and engage in in the events themselves. Not just their own, but, you know, across the board. And so that and, you know, and then we get individual feedback and, and it tells us that we're on the right track. And I think that, you know, some of the other indicators that are really impactful for me are, you know, for instance, waste management this year joined us and they did an incredible conversation that Margo and I both attended around what is, what does it look like to recycle? What does their recycling center and sustainability center in Rogers do? They've never participated before, but over the last two years, they've heard about it. And this has opened the doorway for a new partnership opportunity because we are certainly going to be thinking about environmental justice and how sustainability can sit over the next year as we think about planning for next year. So I think that all the things, the fact that it grows, the fact that we see partners engage more deeply each year, the fact that we have new partners come in and say, I heard about this. I couldn't participate last year, want to participate this year. For me, those are all indicators and feedback that we're on the right track. And we need to continue allowing the community to design and lead. We just need to support. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm here for all of that. And I'm I'm just going to put it out there now on this recording that I certainly will love to participate 
in any way, shape or form through my organizations next yes, year. So, right. so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of technically doing it now, but I mean, just like what you said, and I can only imagine when you mentioned Banco C and Signature and some of these other banks that, you know, I know Francisco Herrero from uh, Banco C is very involved in the community and his whole goal. Yeah, he certainly wants to open up and set up bank accounts, but he's also about being part of the community. Right. And I think we all need to figure out and find our little lane as far as that's concerned and just get in it and do what you do best. I'm kind of doing what I do best right now and talking with you ladies. But no, it's it's important, you know, and I and so and I also think about as I was sitting here and you were coming up with these Audre Lorde quotes. I had a quote from Brene Brown that I really enjoy with where she talks about connection and she says she defines connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. And I can only imagine that there was a lot of sustenance and strength that came out of the newfound relationships that were formed through welcoming week. And, and yeah, I mean, I, it's gotta be special. So Margo, do you want to, you want to add on to that? I love everything that both of you just shared. I <laughs> really, I don't know. I don't have anything to add to that. Okay. That's fine. Well, I, I just want to say I'm a very dangerous person to tell that you want to get more involved <laughs> because I will be following up with you. And yeah, I love, yeah. I mean, for me, this is another mark for impact. Like the fact that you can get excited about it and be like, okay, I'm supporting you now. How can I do more? I love that. And yeah. yeah. We'll be emailing you, calling you, connecting. No, with you. that's that's great, and and I, and I want the listeners to know that at the end of this episode, we're going to share a couple of vignettes from the event that you'll be able to actually listen in on. There were so many programs I couldn't keep up with. I mean, Margo, I don't know how you planned all this, but there were just like everywhere I looked, there was something to be had, and and I was just like, man, I and that's one of the challenges, right, with being in Northwest Arkansas specifically, and this is just in general. From a planning perspective, there's like every Saturday I wake up, there's like seven events that I want to be a part of. And I'm like, I can only do one or two because I mean, I physically cannot be in two places at once. I just have not figured out a way to separate my atoms that way. But if I do, then, you know, I will do that at some point in time in the future. But no, I mean, it's just, you know, there's always that challenge. What would you say to people that are thinking, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I want to be involved. But sometimes I feel like, there's just so much going on. How do I choose just one thing? And so like, and when I looked at the schedule for welcoming week, I was like, man, there's so many things I want to do. And oh, but wait, this is happening at the same time as that. How would you encourage somebody to navigate this in the future as these events happen more and more? Yeah, sure. Thank you. No, absolutely. And you're not the first person to share that with us. You know, I remember looking at the calendar for welcoming week and there was eight events happening on one day. And, you know, that's when it really hit home for me and hearing from communities saying, there's so much I want to do, but I just, I can't do all of that in such a short period of time. So as we look ahead, you know, we want to hear from the community about what does this look like? Would you be able to participate more if events and experiences were happening throughout the year? And we looked at welcoming because we're just a celebration of what's happening year round. Because, yeah, we're, we're busting at the seams right now. I mean, there's, there, we've got to see. How can we continue to build and grow in this work, but in a way that's going to allow people to yeah, participate in all the ways that they want to participate without feeling like it's too much? 
So we will be, we do have a, a feedback survey that we would love for the community to respond to, or just reach out to us. Our contact info is on the Engage website, engagingwa.org, or the Welcoming website, welcomingwa.org. But I'm sure Monica has something she wants to add. Well, yeah. Yeah. What I would say is that these events and experiences are really just a manifestation of the spirit of interconnectedness that we're trying to build. So, you know, you could go to one event or you could go to no event. But if we take the time to understand what it means to build a sense of community and what it means to be welcoming, then opening up the front door and having a conversation with our neighbor, that's a welcoming event. Absolutely. You know, that's an event that builds belonging. Thinking about, hey, my kids are outside playing on the lawn. Maybe a couple of other kids want to join them and knocking on a couple of doors and saying, hey, I'm out here watching the kids. Would you like to join us? So for me, it's, you know, the events and the experiences are really a doorway and a gateway to the purpose of welcoming and belonging, which is really to build. I mean, it's twofold. It's to build a sense of interconnectedness between all of us because we are interconnected, whether we want to admit it or not. Yeah. And then the other piece of it is to, Think about what kind of community, what kind of region do we want to grow in and be an active participant in doing that. And you don't have to go to any event to do that. You can do that at work. You can do that, you know, in your neighborhood. You know, the fact is that the data tells us that over 70% of people feel othered and like they don't belong in our communities. And that is just the data. And that doesn't change because you go to a welcoming week event. You know, because you go to five or because you could go to 10. I think what shifts that needle is when we start thinking that we are connected with each other. And whatever is good for you, Randy, is good for me. And what is good for me is good for Margot. And how can we think about building a sense of connection, building a sense of humanity without dehumanizing? Because I think it's when we dehumanize that we break down belonging. So I would say, yeah, it's the spirit. It's the spirit of building, welcoming and belonging. And we can do that at our dinner table. Absolutely. No, I I love that. I'm here for all all of this and all and everything that you both just said. I mean, I'm kind of getting goosebumps when I think about this, because, again, I think about just the platform that I have to be able to share everybody's message. And so I. You know, I don't discriminate against messages. I, I want to hear from everyone because I learn. I mean, that's how I get better. Right. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we think about that and you said something very important that I want, I don't want anyone to miss out on is that when you invite someone to participate in something that you're doing now, they may not take you up on every invitation that you give. But from time to time, people are going to surprise you and say yes to something that you inquire of them to come and participate with you in. And so you hear it at your church. They say statistically, when you ask somebody and invite them to church, they more than likely will come. In the same vein, whether you have a meeting or some event or you're part of some group or organization and you would just love to invite them, people want it to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And I think a lot of times what people don't realize is that there are so many people out there struggling and are alone. And I think if nothing else, this episode should also serve as a gentle reminder to those of you that are listening to this that struggle in that area, that you're not alone, that there are people out there that want to engage with you right where you are and have a conversation, have an encouraging word for you. You know, I was thinking about this elderly woman that my wife and I ran into at 630 this morning as we were out walking and, you know, just kind of a casual conversation. And we stopped to talk with her. And I have never seen this woman before in my life. but. 
it's just, you know, just that idea that, hey, she wanted to have a conversation and we had that and it was actually a really good conversation. And, you know, it's just, I mean, that to me is what it's all about. And that in that experience that I had in, in this morning, and that's a, it happens over and over again here in Northwest Arkansas. It is the epitome of, I believe, what Northwest Arkansas is all about and what we're endeavoring to be, right? Because again, you know, none of us are a finished product. We're all a work in progress. Northwest Arkansas is a work in progress, but it keeps getting better every day. So events like Welcoming Week and the good work that you and Monica are doing and that Margot are doing at Engage in WA, all of that plays into this whole process of what we're trying to see happen in the, in the, and I love, I think it's really appropriate that we're called the heartland, right? Because the heart is at the center of that. And, you know, I know that sounds a little hokey, but it really is. It's the way that it is. So I think we need to embrace our inner selves as far as that's concerned. And I'm talking to you, those of you that are listening to this podcast right now, figure out a way for you to engage with somebody else, no pun intended, and connect with them on a whole different level, whether you look at your neighbor a little different, whether you look at that person that you run into at the coffee line at Onyx a little differently, or if you're at the Razorback game and, and uh, you know, you hold that gate open for someone, whatever it is, just look at those opportunities that, that you have to connect with other people that may not necessarily look like you, may not necessarily talk like you, but we're all the same. We just sometimes don't always realize it. And I think that's why Having this conversation about Welcoming Week, hearing from Monica and Margot is so important for us here. And it's what sets this area apart. And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking about moving here or Walmart just gave you an offer or Tyson just gave you an offer and you're thinking about relocating your family here in the same way that Monica did 10 years ago and I did eight years ago and Margot is a native, this is what we'll leave the light on for you because this is what you can expect when you get here. And so I really want to encourage anyone listening to this to understand that, yes, this is a different place. We don't just talk about it. We're actually trying to do it on a regular basis. And so that's why it's important for us to have these conversations about programs like Welcoming Week and the work that Engage NWA is doing and and Monica's work that she's doing here in this community, because it is making a difference. And I really want to encourage those that are listening to find your place in all of this. And so that's why at the end of this episode, I'm going to share a couple of vignettes. I'm going to share a couple of choice vignettes from the welcoming week that took place in September of 23. If you're listening to this a year or two later, just know that there's always something that you can do here in Northwest Arkansas. Just visit engagenwa.org to get additional information and to find out the latest and greatest things that Margot and Monica are cooking up in the lab because I know that they have some cool things planned for the future. So As we end on that, ladies, I would love if anyone wants to connect with both of you or either of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Monica, I'll let you go first and I'll give Margot the last word. Thank you so much, Randy. Well, first, I just want to thank you so much for having us on. That was just beautiful. And and I do want to also share that you touched on something that the data shows is one of the most significant barriers of engagement. And that is a sense of loneliness and not having someone to go to something with. So all that they they did a huge data, they did a huge research data project on this to find out what does what prevents people from participating and engaging. And the highest reason was they didn't have anyone to go with. So I love that you uplifted that. And it's a call to action to all of us 
you know, invite someone to something and it doesn't have to be anything huge. And I would love to connect with anybody that wants to connect with me. Um, I think the easiest way is on my LinkedIn. I'm under Monica Kumar and go on, connect with me, send me a message. I'm open and available and would love to hear from you. Yeah. And we'll put all of your, both you and Margo's connections in the show notes. So anybody can connect with both of you. And I encourage folks, please take Monica up on this and connect with her. Let her know you heard about her on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast and uh, just, you know, just kind of go from there. Margo, you get the last word. I thank you, Randy. I love all that. And I go all of that. And I do hope that we hear from listeners to this podcast today because we want you part of this work. You are welcome. Whether you've family that's been here for generations or if you just moved here yesterday, there is a place for you and we want you to be part of it and we welcome you and contact would be um, in org. You can also mark the council at nwacouncil.org and of course welcoming welcoming with nwa.org classic websites but any of those can point you to, to contact information for us and Randy it's been such a pleasure to be here talking with you today really appreciate your time and of course, the Monica, who I feel so lucky that she's part of this journey with us and so much from her over the years and looking forward to all this to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great, great. Thank you guys both so much. And, and thank you for all the work that you're doing at Engage NWA and for all the work that the council is doing. And, you know, I always tell people, I think about how at the beginnings, right, when you think of J.B. Hunt and, and when you think of Sam Walton and I mean, all of these guys that founded some, you know, or are titans of industry in their own right, of course, had the foresight to see the need of a growing area having an organization like the Northwest Arkansas Council and out of that engage NWA and so many different things that have kind of been birthed from that. And so it's it's exciting to see what's happening here. And that's why I tell people all the time when they ask, why am I in Northwest Arkansas? I'm like, don't knock it till you've tried it. Come see for yourself. And, you know, I'll take you and get some barbecue, but you'll understand why this is such a great place to be. So, but no, thank you guys both so much. And folks, I just want you to stay tuned. I've got some great clips from the Welcoming Week NWA that I'd love for you to hear. And then at the end, we'll close out. But again, I want to thank you so much for joining us on this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. And remember, you can find us wherever great podcasts can be found. Our episodes come out every Monday, rain or shine. And remember, You can also hear us on Ozarks at Large on KUAF every Tuesday at both noon and 7 p.m. I'm Randy Wilburn, your host, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.